Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not tickle that like button? Maybe that subscribe button as well. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from fiance and bully Mess, who says, My 26 male, fiance, 26 female, spending time with a major client who used to bully me in high school and I just found out they have a sexual history. This is a little bit on the long side, but I think it will help to have a backstory to understand the situation today. All names changed. My 26 male wife, Becca 26 female, her best friend, Daria 26 female, and I went to high school together, but I ran in a very different social circle. They played sports and were decently well-known and popular. I was really into arts and computers, chubby with an awkward haircut. We all went to a really large high school, so it was more that I knew them rather than actually knowing them. Becca and Daria had been best friends since they were really young. They both moved into the same neighborhood in preschool and their parents are very close. In high school, there was a guy, Chris, 26 male, who would regularly bully me. There was a name that Chris and his friends called me based on a thing that happened my sophomore year. It was essentially a trap that Chris and his friends had set up so that I would be embarrassed and they could pretend I'd done it to myself. I feel like I'm already doing a bad job hiding my identity, so let's just say that the name was Stinky. I hated it. They called me this all the time and made me the butt of their many jokes. Chris was very popular and was friends with Becca and Daria in high school. Chris was good looking, wealthy, and he knew it. He walked around like he was untouchable. Insert all the wealthy, athletic, good-looking stereotypes that you want here. They pretty much all rang true for him. I hated him and hated any time that I had to be around him. I know a lot of people face some really violent bullying, so I don't want to make it sound like I was physically tortured, but I did feel like I was relentlessly harassed. I was very thankful and excited to get out of my hometown and away from those people when I went to college. I don't know if it was growing up and growing into myself, the ability to reset my identity or just getting away from bullies, but I really found myself in college. I'm still a bit nerdy and artistic, but I grew into my body. I started making friends and realized that I had something to offer the world. I rapidly became more confident and comfortable socially. Becca and I ended up going to the same college a few hours away, but she didn't have a car. I offered her a ride home for Thanksgiving break and it became a habit of riding together for breaks and chatting about life and school. We started to become friends and our friends group started to combine. In sophomore year, our talks became deeper and more personal. I realized I was into her on the way home for Christmas and asked her on a date over break. We've now been together almost seven years, engaged for the last year. 
We have a strong relationship, communicate well, go on regular dates and trips, and have supported each other through numerous ups and downs. We have had our fights over the years and even did some counseling together for about a year. I was bringing my parents' passive-aggressive style of fighting into our relationship and she was assuming I was criticizing her all the time because of her mum's shitty behavior. We found those times to be challenging but helpful in the long run. I love this woman and I'm excited to get married and spend our lives together. Becca and Daria reconnected after college and now own a business together that plans events and helps connect people and businesses to local food, drinks and experiences. Their business really took off this year before COVID, but they've been slowly but steadily growing back as things have been opening up. They've decided to enter into a number of exclusive contracts with event spaces and restaurants and breweries. In a market where things can turn quickly, these deals are super important to them as they provide a lot of security for their company. Becca came home about two months ago, really excited about a new brewery exploring an exclusive deal. About a week later, the brewery signed and there was a dinner to celebrate. Becca asked if I wanted to come and meet the team from the brewery. She told me that I might have met the owner before, but I guess I didn't think to ask who it was because I didn't know who it was going into the dinner. If you're still with me, you can probably guess who the brewery owner is. I was sitting at the table with Becca waiting for the rest of the group to arrive when Chris came through the door, walked up to the table, greeted Becca and turned to me and said, Hi, Stinky. I was immediately confused and angry. She knew that I knew Chris and she knew that he had harassed me throughout high school. She didn't mention at any point prior that he was the owner of the brewery and that she was working closely with him. I got through dinner but on the way home, when I asked why she didn't tell me, she blew it off as though it was water under the bridge, that I had changed and I should understand that Chris had changed too. I was still upset but tried to let bygones be bygones. Over the next couple of weeks, it was clear that Daria and Chris were becoming romantically involved with each other. Becca and I usually spend two to three nights a week with Daria, whether going out or simply watching TV at our house or hers. We often joke that we're a thruple, but to be clear, that is not the case and what we have is strictly platonic. Over the last month or so, Chris started showing up to nights out and even came over one night to Daria's house when we were hanging and watching TV. I've tried to be open to a new Chris, but he seems like he's the same overly macho, trying too hard to be alpha jerk he was all those years ago. I tried to bring up Becca that the casual relationship between Daria and Chris is probably not good for their business. While Becca agreed, she felt like she couldn't tell her friend to not date or sleep with someone. Last week, Becca invited me to an industry event. I get there to unfortunately find Chris is there as well. I try to be friendly and nice. We get a table for the four of us and have some drinks and food. At one point, the girls leave to network with a couple of potential clients. Out of nowhere, Chris starts talking about how this event might be a good place for him and Daria to find a woman to have a threesome with. Caught completely off guard, I ask him what he's talking about and he says that him and Daria want to have another threesome and that I should know all about that. I was super confused and asked what he was talking about and he proceeds to tell me that him, Daria and Becca had a couple of threesomes in high school and that he figured that I was having threesomes with the two girls as well. I felt blindsided and didn't know what to say. When we got home, Becca already knew that I was upset about something and asked me what's wrong. I told her about what Chris had said and she tried to deny it at first but then told me that it was partially true. What Becca told me was that 
Daria and Chris were friends with benefits for a bit at the end of senior year slash right before college. Chris and Daria spent a few weeks talking with her about having a threesome with them, but she was on the fence. At a party when everyone was tipsy, it was brought up again and she went to the bedroom with them. Note for mods, they were all 18 at the time. They all stripped down and did a lot of kissing and touching, but Becca backed out of having sex and instead watched them. On Thanksgiving break of freshman year, three talked about going all the way with it, but ended up not being able to find free time for all of them. Daria then got a boyfriend and it was never brought up again. All of this was news to me. In addition to not really coming into myself until college, I was a late bloomer in terms of relationships. Becca was my first everything. I knew and wasn't upset that she had sex before us, but we'd never really gone into when or who of that. Becca keeps saying that I never asked and she never lied about all this, but especially with doing business with Chris, it feels like lying by omission to me. I'm struggling with all this. Chris did his best to make my life awful in high school and now is back. Almost every time I spent time with him, he seems to be belittling me, making fun of me. He even told Becca in front of me that she could do better than me and was dating down. She told me later it was just a joke and to stop being so sensitive. It seems like this threesome slash sex thing is just one more thing he can hold over me. He's a snake and always seems to say the worst stuff to me when Becca and Daria are just out of earshot. We've been arguing about the situation for about a week now. I asked Becca to cut all contact with him last night, but she told me I was being unreasonable. He's with her best friend and they all do business together. I asked if it was that Daria and her need his brewery contract. She keeps asking me why I can't move on and accept that Chris is a different person. Now, I'll throw a little disclaimer whenever we cover bullying stories because of my past and being bullied in my past as well. I likely have a biased opinion, so take it with a pinch of salt. I'm not saying it's correct. I'm not saying, you know, it's perfect. It most likely isn't. And to me in this, it just felt like you changed. You know, you went away and you bettered yourself regardless of what you've been through. And in some ways, it felt through this story that, you know, you was willing to give that chance to see if Chris had changed. And let's face it, he hasn't. His first words to you was, what he tortured you with when you was back in school. Whenever your fiance is out of earshot, he's making offhand comments to you. And this is where my bias might come into play, but I hate the way your fiance is playing down your feelings on this. She blew it off as water under the bridge and said that you changed and you should understand that Chris has changed too. Telling you that you're being overly sensitive in matters. You was bullied by this person for goodness sake. You have a traumatic past with this person. This hasn't left you. This sticks with you, likely for life. And I know people tell me to shut the fuck up about my past on these sort of things, but I relate to that. I'm fine with it. It doesn't like, hasn't ruined my life or anything like that. I'm absolutely fine. But the memories of what these people did are still there. I can't see them going anytime soon. And for me, being told, you know, it's all water under the bridge this person's changed when you can clearly see this person hasn't changed that wouldn't sit well with me at all i'd want my fiance to understand my feelings on this and to understand that my feelings are valid that i don't want to be around a person that basically tortured me through school and it hurts me for you that she can't see she knew what you went through and she can't see how these feelings would be so painful 
And as I said, whenever we cover bullying stories, I always get comments and stuff like that or private messages, you know, saying that I need to move on, I need to get counseling, whatever. But this whole situation would have would be giving me real questions in my head that and I'd, and I'd be wanting to sit down with fiance and know her real feelings. And I would want to explain to her, you know, how badly this has affected you. What that's not going away anytime soon. And is she going to continue to invalidate your feelings, continue invalidating how you're feeling on this? Is she expecting you to keep meeting Chris time and time again? What do your futures hold? Is, is, are you just going to become more entangled with this person? What about when you do get married? Is he going to be at your wedding? Is she going to expect him there? Expect you to move on? And will there be further invalidation of your feelings then? You know, you need to move past this. Beckham wants to bring a partner along or it's going to damage their friendship. Again, this might be a biased point of view from me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. But... Let's cover some comments and then go to the update. And we'll start off with Virgil Choirboy who quotes, she keeps asking me why I can't move on and accept that Chris is a different person. He goes on to say, the thing is, you had moved on. Chris is not. Chris keeps bringing up the past. Hell, the very first time Chris saw you at dinner, where you saw him for the first time after high school, he used a nickname that was used to bully you throughout high school. It's plainly obvious who has not moved on here. It's Chris, Daria and Becca. You have said that breakup is not an option, but it needs to be a weapon in the arsenal. Your first step should be counselling immediately though. Becca is absolutely not seeing things from your point of view and, until she can, there can be no moving forward. It's also obvious the attempts to talk to her one-on-one have failed to get her to see your point of view. I would also continue to sleep in the guest room. She needs to understand that this situation is deeply troubling for you. And to be honest, I'd even consider showing her this thread. Let us see how others are reacting to her actions. I'm sure she had disputes certain details, but if the overall gist of what you wrote is truthful, it won't change our answers. She has not treated you with the respect a life partner deserves in this. Pro from Dover says she, Daria and Chris were the cool kids in high school and still want to maintain that dynamic. In order for them to be the cool kids, there must be uncool kids. That, my friend, is you. Unfortunately, it seems like your fiancé and her pals are not growing and maturing as adults while you are. The relationship with Becca will continue to deteriorate and become toxic. It is better to end it on your terms rather than after a smirking Chris tells you he and Daria finally got that threesome with Becca. That shy girl says, I know you said this isn't a breakup with her situation, but you really should consider what's going on here. Firstly, she didn't even tell you he was the brewery owner when you guys were going for dinner, blindsiding you. 
and she doesn't even defend you when he puts you down. Like the comments about her dating down was seriously rude and shouldn't have been written off by her as just a joke. Lastly, she had an intimate moments with him and waited for you to find out from him instead of telling you herself first. Again, letting you get humiliated. I don't know, man. I think you deserve a lot more respect. If I was her, I would have prepped you for everything that could come from his mouth and defend you against anything nasty coming from him. Or, you know, never have taken a deal from this dirtbag to begin with. Her actions throughout this ordeal have been clear to me that she has little respect for you. And for me, that's a breakup with her situation. ETA, I know once everyone leaves high school, they change quite a bit. I mean, look at the transformation you described of yourself. But to be honest, the ones who peaked usually never do. I'm not only talking about Chris, I'm also talking about Becca and Daria. Keep that in mind. And one more from a part locksmith who says, Chris's greeting of hi stink, he told me all I needed to know. He doesn't respect you and he's quite content to carry on being the asshole he has always been. He hasn't changed, grown, matured, etc. The fact your wife is pretending there's no issue when she knows he bullied you and she tries to pass off Chris's nasty comments off as a joke is the bigger issue. Becca knew you'd never turn up if you were told Chris would be there. She still maneuvered it to happen unbeknownst to you. Chris clearly derived glee in telling you of his past with both girls. I thought you knew. It's total BS. In your shoes, I'd be seriously stepping back from any interaction with Dala and Chris, but be very clear to Becca. She is free to speak to Chris if she must, but you will not be interacting with him again, regardless of whether she wants to socialize with them or not. Furthermore, for the avoidance of doubt, be very clear. If you decide to engage with them again as their third, our marriage is over immediately. Be very specific and spell it out so she can't claim it was just a bit of fun. I didn't think you'd mind. It wasn't serious. It meant nothing afterwards. Snagging your wife again would fit beautifully into Chris's bullying triumph. And the fact that your wife is pretending to be oblivious to the whole situation is disgusting. So OP updated the post three months later, which said about three months ago, I made a post here about my fiance doing business and hanging out with a former bully. In that post, I wrote that I wasn't looking to break up with my fiance. Rather, I was looking how to fix things. Almost all the comments were about how I needed to break up with this girl, call her out on her manipulative bullshit, etc. I was really pissed with the majority of advice I got and figured that Reddit didn't know what they were talking about. I guess those would be famous last words. In the week after I made my initial post, Becca and I seemed to have a daily fight about her and Chris. I came home from work one day after having a long fight the night before to find Becca not in our house. This wasn't surprising in the moment since she works a really irregular schedule, but then I noticed that a bunch of her things were missing. I tried to text her making sure she was okay and got a long text in response about how she was going to stay with her sister and how she needed some space for me not to contact her for a few days. I was confused, frustrated and upset, but figured that if all she needed was some space, hopefully that would be what could get our relationship back on track. The next night, Daria texted me asking if she could come over to talk. When she got there, she told me she had been a bad friend to me. Basically, there were a number of things she felt like she should tell me, but didn't know where to draw the line between her friendship with me and her friendship with Becca. We talked for a few hours and multiple things came out. A few months before... Becca told Daria, but she was doubting our relationship. Becca told her that she felt like we had gotten together so young that she was missing out on experiences by being with me. Note, Becca never said anything about this to me. 
When I was thinking later about what Daria has told me this night, I remembered that months prior, Becca had this really weird week where she was really distant and kept asking me questions about what it was about her that made me want to get married. She told me later that she'd been in a weird headspace and I kind of forgot about those conversations. When Becca and Daria first met with Chris, Becca was really flirty with him. In their industry slash work connections, it's not uncommon for people to do things like be a bit flirty, a little touchy with each other or talk about their sex lives. This was always something I found weird and uncomfortable, but knew it to be the culture of the industry. But in this case, Daria said it went enough with Chris that she noticed it as strange. Once Daria told Becca that she had started hooking up with Chris, Becca would regularly ask for details so much that Daria told me she started lying to Becca, saying that the hookups were happening less frequently than they actually were so that she wouldn't be hounded for details. A week or so before Becca and I fought about her connection with Chris. Becca was handing Daria for details on the latest hookup and casually dropped that they would have a threesome with Chris. Daria said that she was super uncomfortable and immediately brought up Becca and my relationship. Becca said that she was just joking and made the same joke three or four other times until Daria said to her that it made her uncomfortable and that she needed to stop. Then she got to the biggest thing. On the night that Becca left, she showed up drunk at Chris's place. He let her in and then she tried to sleep with him. I guess Daria was in the bedroom or something because after a bit, Daria came out to see Becca trying to grab Chris so they worked together to kick her out. Angry, sad and confused, I packed my shit and left our place. I didn't want to be there in case she came back so I stayed with a friend for a bit. I didn't try to reach out to Becca and didn't hear from her either. About two weeks after Daria came to talk, my mum passed away. She had a stroke years ago and had been declining for a long time. Her passing wasn't expected but that didn't mean it wasn't super hard. It was always just me and my mum growing up. I was struggling a lot and felt so alone. I almost called Becca a number of times. The day of the funeral, Becca showed up. At first, I was happy to see her. She was by my side much of the day. I was thankful she was there. Things felt normal with her there. I felt secure. It felt like we were together again, a team again. Then when people were coming up to me after the burial, Becca said to one of my old neighbors about how sad we were, how hard it's been on us and how we've needed to rely on each other. It was as though there was a fog in my head that was instantly lifted. I started flipping out on her. In hindsight, I feel bad about the scene that I caused at my own mum's funeral, but I couldn't believe she was pretending that we were together, that she had been supporting me and that she hadn't tried to fuck another guy a couple of weeks before. I was really happy that my cousin stepped in and told her to leave. I blocked her on everything. Since my fiancé and mum were the only things keeping me in that area, a little over a week after the funeral, I packed up and moved to the east coast where my cousin lives. I've been here for a little under two months. I wish I could say that I'm in a job making a lot more money or that I have a hot new girlfriend, but it's been a bit of a struggle to settle in. I'm in my same job, working remote, but do need to travel to my home city every few weeks. I feel anxious there, worried that I will run into Chris or Becca. My cousin has tried to be welcoming and I'm thankful he's given me a landing pad as I've looked by my own place here but him and his friends are older and they mostly are focused on family life slash kids so it's been hard to make friends. I've signed up for a volleyball beer league though this fall so hopefully there's some good people there. I want to thank this community for giving me hard truth. I've had plenty of DMs checking in on me which I'm mostly thankful for. This last season has been probably the hardest and darkest of my life. 
but I feel decently hopeful for what's ahead. And I found myself relating to many different points in this story as the bullying and then like losing a parent as well. And I'm extremely sorry for your loss and dealing with it at that moment as well whilst you're going through everything else must be incredibly difficult. And I don't think anyone is going to hold that against you. What happened at your mum's funeral? That was a moment that you just that you just snapped. I can imagine that was incredibly frustrating after having like all your feelings and stuff invalidated for so long, finding out what you did about what she was up to behind your back. And then, you know, seeing seeing her talking about how you guys have been struggling and knowing that in the background she was trying to get with your bully. I'm incredibly frustrated for you, but but I'm also and I'm trying not to sound patronizing here. It always feels patronizing when I say it. And I don't mean it in that way. I'm incredibly proud of the way that you've dealt with it the way that you're hopefully going to move on and i know it's going to take some time but to get out there and sign yourself up for that volleyball beer league which sounds amazing i I know it's volleyball but the beer part as well sounds sounds like a good time i think is a huge step you know getting out and socializing and making that leap is a huge step so well done to you incredibly proud of that for you but what do you guys make of this situation Holy moly, what a time OP has been through in that particular story. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's story, showing your love to OP here and giving advice when you can. Always love to see it. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. How much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and Brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.